0: Corinthians 3 18. In verse 18 and then I will go back to verse 1 just to pick, pick some things. Verse 18 says, but we all with unveiled faces, some scripture will say with open faces, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the lord are been transformed into the same image from glory to glory just as by the spirit of the lord he said we all with unveiled faces with open faces beholding as in a mirror the glory of the lord we are being transformed some scripture will say we have been changed into the same image from glory to glory just as by the spirit of the lord thank you lord i i will read from verse one just to just to pick up some things because verse 18 verse 18 is 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 showing us a lot of things it said we we behold with unveiled faces as in a mirror the glory of the lord so we, we want to see what this glory is all about, he talked about it a little from from the beginning. So I read from verse one. it said, "Do we begin again to commend ourselves, or do we need to, do we need as some others, as some other episodes of commendations to you, or letters of commendations from you?" Amen. Verse two say "You are you, our episodes written in our hearts." known and read by all men clearly you are an episode of christ ministered by us written not with ink but by the spirit of the living god not in tablets of stones but on the flesh that is our heart yes i believe we understand that scenario um 2nd corinthians 3 2nd chap- corinthians chapter 3 has a lot has a lot in it has a lot in it. It has a lot and um, which we may not even be able to look at this morning at like, all. Oh, just pick, pick out some things. Verse 4 says, and we have such trust through Christ to to us. Sorry, it says verse 4, and we have such trust through Christ toward God. Yes. Verse 5 says, not that we were sufficient to ourselves to think of our not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think of anything as being from ourselves but our sufficiency is of the lord glory to god our sufficiency is of the lord who also made us sufficient as ministers of the new covenant not of the letters but of the spirit for the letter kills but the spirit gives life but if the ministry of death written and engraved in stones Or on stones was glorious so that the children of Israel could not look steadily at the face of Moses because of the glory remember uh, uh, verse 18 we already say we we behold as in a mirror the glory of the Lord and now verse 7 is saying that if the, the 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 ministry of death that is written and engraving in stones was glorious was glorious to the point that the children of Israel could not look at the face of Moses because of the glory of his countenance. which glory is passing away already. It has passed away already according to scriptures. He which glory was passing away. How will the ministry of the Spirit not be much more glorious? Not be much more glorious? So you see, the glory we behold as in a mirror, is the glory of the ministry of the Spirit. Because the Bible says, "How will the ministry of the Spirit not be much more glorious? If the ministry of condemnation had glory, mm, the ministry of righteousness excels much more in glory. Excels much more because that's what we build in a mirror: the glory of the Lord, the glory. Remember." The glory of the and then we are transformed into the same image as by the Spirit of the Lord. So, don't, don't get it mixed up. Don't get it mixed up. So, uh, verse 8, let's continue. It says, How will the ministry of the Spirit not excel? Not excel much more in glory. Not, not excel much more in glory. Verse 10 For even what was made glorious had no glory in your expect. In respect that which the children of Israel were, were seeing, that it was glorious, that the glory uh, uh, in the face of Moses was was too much that they couldn't look at his face. It was uh, Bible saying here that it it was no glory, it had no glory in this respect. That means in com- in comparison to the glory of this present time. In comparison to the glory we are enjoying now, in comparison to the glory that we will behold, that in comparison to the glory of the Lord that we behold us in a mirror, do you understand that glory of the whole that glory as of that time is not to be compared? Are we guessing it's not to be compared because the glory, because of the glory that excels for if what is passing away was glorious what remains is much more glorious yes 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 what remains is much more glorious much more glorious hallelujah verse 12 therefore since we have such hope we use great boldness of speech unlike moses who put a veil over his face so that the children of israel could not look steadily at the end of what was passing away but their minds were blinded mm, their minds were blinded their minds were blinded they, they they couldn't they couldn't enjoy the glory they couldn't they couldn't maximize the glory they couldn't they couldn't fully, fully come into the glory that Moses brought down from the mountain as at that time. Because their minds were blinded. The moment, the moment Moses veiled his face, because they, 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 they had to cover his face. He said that the countenance was too bright and they couldn't look at his face. So the moment he veiled his face, symbolically, it, it, it blinded their mind. It blinded their mind. blinded their mind let's go back to verse 12 it says okay verse 13 it's not like moses who put a veil over his face so that the children of israel could not look steadily at the end of what was passing in verse 14 but their minds were blinded for until the day for until this day the same veil remains unlifted the same veil until this day remains unlifted in the reading of the Old Testament, we couldn't, they, they were unable to them. they were unable to, 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 you know, enjoy the glory that Moses brought down because he veiled his, uh, his face. Because the veil, yeah, sorry, it says, um, the veil remains unlifted in the reading of the Old Testament because the veil is taken away in Christ. Glory to God. The veil is taken away in Christ. Is taken away in Christ. So the moment we receive Christ, uh, the moment we give our lives to Christ, the veil is taken away. Hallelujah. But even to this day, when Moses is read, a veil lies on their hearts. Nevertheless, <laughs> this, this this, is the part, says, nevertheless, to this day, when Moses is read, nevertheless, when one turns to the Lord, the veil is taken way now verse 17 now the lord is the spirit and where the spirit of the lord is there is liberty but we all we all we turn, i'm sorry i took so much time to read it. i just needed us to understand the the scenario of the whole thing from the beginning the scenario of the whole thing from the beginning Say so now we all with unveiled faces beholding us in the mirror the glory of the lord The glory of the Lord, we are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, from glory to glory, just as by the spirit. Quickly, I I said I'll be talking a little bit this morning and then we'll pray. And then in the evening, we'll pray very well, We'll wrap it up, and then we'll continue in prayers. Three things i i i saw from these scriptures from this scripture second Corinthians 3 18 one of which is to unveil Scripture say but we all with unveiled faces that's one secondly say we behold two and then thirdly, we are transformed three major things that this verse talked about unveiled faces which is unveiling secondly beholding and then thirdly transformed so we see unveiling there we see beholding and then we see transformation three major things that this verse talked about and so we'll be looking at two this morning We'll be explaining to this morning and then we'll pray. In, the, in their simplest form, you know it already It's like a reminder. It will quicken us this morning and prepare us for the evening section. Oh, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So I said three things. To unveil, to behold, and to be transformed. But we'll look at unveiling and beholding this morning. And then in the evening, we'll we'll, we'll be transformed. We'll be transformed by the Spirit of the Lord. By the Spirit of the Lord. Pray the Holy Ghost in few minutes. Oh, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Now what does it mean to unveil? To unveil simply means to uncover it means to remove a cover it, it also means to, to display something to remove a cover from it. that means something was covered when you when you remove the cover you unveil it you make it seen you make it known you make it known. And, and we see from the scripture where we read, it, it say, "We all, with unveiled faces, with unveiled faces, we behold, as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord." That means no man can behold with a veiled face. It's simple, it's clear. No man can behold. No man can can. Can, can see these things. No man can enjoy these things with a veiled face. And Bible made us to understand. Remember we said to um, to uh, unveil means to uncover. And remember that the Bible told us in, in, ah, thank you Lord. Yes, in verse 14, it says, but their minds were blinded for until this day, the same veil remains unlifted in the reading of the Old Testament, because the veil is taken away in Christ. So, how does this veil? How does it? How does it go about? How? How can we now become unveiled? How can our face now be uncovered? How can our minds be uncovered? Scripture made it clear that it said the veil is taken away. In Christ, remember Second Corinthians five seventeen. It says, "If anyone be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away; behold, all things have become new." So this veil is taken away in Christ. The moment we receive Christ, the moment we believe and receive that He, 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 he was He died, He was buried, and He resurrected for our justification. The veil is taken away. The veil is taken away. Now, amongst many things, because I'll be fast, amongst many things, one of the things that needs to be unveiled for the transformation that we are seeking into the same image of God to be fully possible, one of the things that needs to be unveiled, one of the things that need to be uncovered, one of the things that needs to be taken away is the veil of ignorance the veil of ignorance the veil of ignorance quickly let's 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 look at ephesians chapter one ephesians chapter one ephesians chapter one i'll read from verse nine i'll be fast because of time the veil of ignorance the veil of ignorance they didn't they, that's why um uh uh second question it that the 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 their minds were blinded the moment the moment the, uh, Moses veiled his face their minds were blinded they couldn't see they, they were ignorant of the glory that 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 Moses came with they were ignorant of it so for us to fully say our faces are unveiled the veil of ignorance must be taken away Ephesians chapter 1 verse 9 to 23 uh, read really quickly having made known to us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure which is which he proposed in himself that in the dispensation of the fullness of the times he might gather together one in one all things in Christ both which are in heaven and which are on earth let's be quick I'll, I'll jump some few verses um, Alright, I'll move to verse 17 because of time. It said that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. Remember Abacok. Is it is it Abakok? Scripture says my people are destroyed, my people perish for lack of knowledge. People perish for lack of knowledge verse 18 now says that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know that you may know so until we come into a knowing until we come into a knowledge until we we come into a knowing that this is the way things are these are the way things are supposed to be the veil is still there until we break and remove this veil of ignorance, our eyes will not be enlightened. And because our eyes will not be enlightened, we will not be able to know. We will not be able to know what the scripture says we should know. It said that the eyes of our understanding being enlightened, that we will know what is the hope of his calling. It's mentioning and listing a few things that we ought to know. That we ought to know that ignorance has to be broken, ignorance has to be unveiled, ignorance has to be uncovered, it has to be taken away, so that we can know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the sense, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us words who believe. According to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ, which when he raised him from the dead, he set him on the right hand in heavenly places. Far above all principalities. These are the things we're supposed to know. Mm. Far above all principalities and powers. And dominion and every name that is named. Not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. And he put all things under his feet. And he gave him to be held over all things. Which is his body, the fullness of him, who he feels all in all. All in all. So we must must be deliberate about knowledge. Knowledge is important. See, the devil can only cheat us with what we don't know. Uh, Let me repeat that. The devil can only cheat us with what we don't know. So we must be deliberate with gaining deep knowledge, understanding. How is this done? By study, teaching, as ministers, teaching, studying. Because the devil will only cheat us with what we don't know. If we don't know that we have health in our body, the devil will cheat us with sickness. If we don't know that by stripes we are healed, the devil will continue cheating us in our health. If we don't know that we have all things that pertain to life and godliness, the devil will keep cheating us. So the veil of ignorance has to be taken away. That's why Ephesians says that the eyes of your understanding, being enlightened, that you will know. You will know what are the the, the hope of his calling. (laughs) The hope of his calling. What are the riches of his glory? To us, world, who believe. That means God is rich towards us in glory. To us, who believe. What are the exceeding greatness of his power? That the exceeding greatness of his power, which he wrote when he, he raised Christ from the dead, and his, his Christ is now seated in heavenly places. And Bible says, We are seated together with Christ in heavenly places. That we may know these things. These things. The veil of ignorance. See, the children of Israel were ignorant, they were ignorant of the glory. Or as of that time, because the Bible has made it clear that the glory of now, the glory of the spirit, the glory that is by the spirit of God excels. The glory we enjoy now, it excels. If that glory was powerful, how much more this glory, how much more? It's not to be compared. That's why we have to read the whole of chapter 3 of First Corinthians and 2nd Corinthians, so that we see that if that glory excels, this glory excels more this glory excels more hallelujah and so the devil can only cheat us with what we don't know that's why we must fight ignorance with every, everything we have in us with everything we must seek knowledge seek to know what God has said what is spoken what is spoken what is spoken, what is spoken. That's the beginning of the journey of 2 Corinthians 3, 18. Because we we don't just wake up and become transformed. Mm -mm. First of all, with unveiled faces. And this veil is taken away in Christ. Glory to God. The veil is taken away in Christ. The veil is taken away in Christ. Glory to God. Glory to God. The veil is taken away in Christ. Is taken away in Christ, hallelujah, kabalate. The second thing that we move forward now it says, But we all with unveiled faces, beholding, beholding, beholding. And then I went for that to look for the meaning of the word behold, which we know to behold means to see. observe with clarity see listen 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 believers the moment the veil is taken away the moment this veil of ignorance is taken away we begin to behold and see and observe things with clarity with precision they didn't know they didn't know the the Israelites didn't know they couldn't see ah ah, I wish they, they could see that glory that glory, that glory, that glory, they didn't know, they didn't. but glory to God, we have a glory that excels, so to be on means to see, to observe with clarity, <coughs> with clarity, with clarity, I, I will show us a scripture quickly, Isaiah 43 verse 19, Isaiah 43 verse 19. Isaiah 43 verse 19. Isaiah 43. It said, Behold! In other words, see, observe, look carefully, see with clarity, see it with precision. Behold! I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? With a question mark there. Say, behold, I will do a new thing. And it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? With a question mark. So it's possible for God to be doing a new thing and a person is not aware or a person doesn't know. If unveiling is not properly tackled, beholding will become a problem if unveiling is not properly tackled then beholding will become a problem you say behold see it observe it i will do a new thing shall you not know it shall you not know it if unveiling is not properly tackled beholding will become a problem and then we we, we won't be transformed Talk more of transformed into the same image. Talk more of becoming transformed. So if the veil of ignorance is not taken away from our mind, that we know, we know, we know what God has said, we know what his word has spoken, we trust in the word, we have faith, we exercise faith, beholding will become a problem. So it is God's delight that we are aware when He wants to do a new thing. That's why I was speaking in Isaiah. I said, Behold, see it. It's God's delight that we see it. It's God's delight that we are aware. It's God's delight that we are aware when He wants to do a new thing. So the, the prayer this morning is simple. The prayer is simple. We will thank God because the veil is taken away in Christ. 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 And so we begin to see clearly. We begin to build clearly. We begin to see clearly what God has spoken concerning us. We begin to see it clearly. What he has said concerning ECC, and we begin to see it clearly. Because he says, we are with unveiled faces, we behold as in a mirror the glory of the Lord. The glory of the Lord. What God has spoken concerning us with unveiled faces, we thank God because the veil is taken away in Christ. Just open your mouth and say thank you because this veil is taken away in Christ. Open your mouth in a few minutes and say thank you, Lord, because the veil is taken away in Christ. The veil is taken away in Christ. The veil is taken away in Christ. Kapala telos kalabra dada ya gadabale kefilada ha zetos kopi lidis kalibala telos kabara de dekosu labra ha. Thank you, Lord, because the veil is taken away in Christ. The veil is taken away in Christ. The veil is taken away in Christ. Shakali bade kosu lala diza ha. Ma bleko zakabara de kosuda labra de boko shotele Thank you, Lord. The veil is taken away in Christ. The veil is taken away in Christ. Now we come with unveiled faces. We are no longer ignorant. We are no longer ignorant ignorant. We are not ignorant. We now know, oh God, what are the riches of your glory? What are the hope of your calling? The things that are are kept, are preserved for descent, our inheritance, we now know, we now know, via your word, because your, the veil is taken away, the veil is taken away, the Israelites couldn't see this, because Moses was veiled, but when Christ died, the veil was taken away, the veil was taken away, thank you, thank you, because the veil is taken away, the veil is taken away,